Greetings all and welcome to the Courageous Path podcast with me, Rachel Horton White and Soulful Work Intuitive Consulting. You can learn more about me at www.soulfulworkconsulting.com and don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast here to get the latest interviews as they come up. I am an intuitive coach, spiritual teacher, and writer. I work with people searching to uncover who they really are and what they're meant to be doing. Merging the spiritual with the everyday through thoughts, emotions, and energy, I support people like you to break through stuck patterns and find your true inner self. I hope you enjoy today's interview. I had the pleasure of speaking with Caesar Visual Zamudio, a musician, rapper, and spoken word artist, producer, owner of a consulting company, record label, a teacher, father, and a podcaster. He's based in Chicago, and he's his passion is music and hip hop, and sharing a message of consciousness and truth and change. This interview is called The Mantra of Vision, Action, and Music. Caesar Visual Zamudio is a Chicago-born Latino artist. The foundation to his career as a hip-hop artist started in Chicago in the mid-90s when he became active in the local scene, frequently involved in ciphers, open mics, and winning notable underground battles. In 2002, he started his indie label, Community Service Records, when he began to release music independently. He has been active in social and political change since his teenage years when he participated in protests and in school organizations that focused on diversity and equality. He now works with various organizations who focus on youth development, helping develop unique skills like their own personal mindset, the importance of collaboration and communication, and also social skills that teach consciousness and tolerance. The tangible skills that he teaches are creative writing, vocal recording, song production, hip-hop history, event production, and branding and marketing. He also consults artists, producers, and record label and management teams to help develop their brand and business by guiding them through processes and teaching them industry standards. Most recently, he's begun to consult and coach entrepreneurs and everyday people looking for a better quality of life on various areas of personal development, including accountability, mindfulness, weight loss, and fitness. As an entrepreneur, Caesar is the founder of Community Service Records, which he has used as a platform to release his own music independently since 2002. In 2011, he founded Hashtag Hello Hip Hop, which started as a monthly event showcasing Chicago talent and has now become a curator of hip-hop culture and business in Chicago and steadily growing nationally. In 2017, he created Money Mantra, a podcast focused on financial literacy and mental health where he interviews a diverse group of people ranging from business owners, entrepreneurs, artists, and others to help listeners gain a unique perspective and valuable information in hopes of making a greater positive impact on their lives. And Full disclosure, I was interviewed in 2017 on his podcast, The Money Mantra You Can Find Under My Name, Rachel Horton White, Soulful Work Intuitive Consulting. And to find Caesar, or he also goes by visual as a, an artist, you can find his website, I see it all, I S E E I T A L L dot com, I see it all dot com, and you can find him at, at I see it all on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
search visual on Spotify and iTunes. You can find the Money Mantra, his podcast at moneymantra.com, mantra underscore money on Facebook, Twitter, and all Instagram, all social media platforms. Feel free to reach out to him anytime and by email. And now for the interview. Hope you enjoy this conversation with Caesar on how he balances life with four daughters, his primary message he likes to share with the world, which is don't dream, make plans, and execute, talking about spirituality and his music and the world of hip-hop and working with youth on creating a positive message, but also getting out their angst through music, and his growing a record label consultant company and many many more things that he does in his life so inspiring hope you enjoy good afternoon caesar it's wonderful to talk to you again how's it going i'm good i'm good how are you i am great all right so yeah so i was so excited to meet you um or to connect with you a couple months ago and um have the opportunity to interview you i've you know, I've learned so much about you just by looking online at the amazing number of things that you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are a musician, a rap artist, a rapper, a producer, a writer, record label owner, right? Yeah, yeah. Teacher, father, and now a podcaster. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. So, I mean, you're doing so much and you you're really especially it seems like it's all rooted in a lot of that's rooted in music and hip-hop and feeling this um like a purpose in your life almost sharing a message um and i'm wondering if you can kind of talk a little bit about if you know your story and how all of these things you do have evolved in your life to where you are now yeah um well yeah like like you mentioned it's definitely rooted in music I would say that's definitely what kind of started, um, like, I, I guess, like I tell a lot of people started the, the monsters that I created because music just kind of, you know, was my thing. It's always been my thing. My my parents always played music in the house since I was a kid. Uh, my brother's a producer. So I'm being the youngest of, you know, my siblings, I have three older brothers and an older sister. I was just highly influenced by everything going on in my home, and there was definitely a lot of music playing. My father had a, a radio show that he would do as well in the evenings after his regular job when I was a kid. So music was definitely a big impact, and it, and it created a lot of other things in me. You know, I started writing when I was a teenager, just kind of messing around, writing poetry and things like that. And then um, I tried to rap when I was a little bit older than that, maybe when I was about 17, 18, tried rapping and it was just not, I was not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that I needed a lot of work, but um, I really enjoyed it. I, I liked it. It was, it was, um, it was fun to do. A lot of my friends were, were doing it and um, I had a lot of practice, so I just kept working on it. It was definitely not something I was born with that talent. I had to kind of work at it. Um, and just working on it, you know, I guess I just discovered so much about it, you know, traveling around the city, you know, jumping on the bus and, and, and the train when I was younger and, and just going to different events and different parts of the city and meeting different people is really what, what got me excited about just hip hop in general and, and not just, you know, being a, a rapper or a spoken word artist and, and being raised in Chicago and, and, you know, living here 
has given me so many different perspectives on on just life in general and people and the way things are. And I think that's what really had me gravitate to hip hop music is the fact that I saw so many things around me that I wanted to change. And hip hop just happened to be that vehicle that allowed me to do that and um and do what I'm doing now. Yeah. And you're you are clearly doing something right because you have a lot of people listening to what you're doing from what I can tell and you're really talented you're just talented <laughs> yeah at, at, at <laughs> what you. you do so I mean and, and I'm curious so you so you haven't just stuck with hip-hop I mean you have created a record record label you you um, teach it looks like teach kids and now you create a podcast I mean how what 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 led you to want to kind of branch out into these other areas um, so, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I guess I consider myself a problem solver and that's really where it all comes from. Um, I let my brain just kind of do its own thing a lot and, and, and sometimes it becomes a problem to me. So I have to kind of solve that. Like, hey, stop brain. You're, you're thinking too much. You know, I, I have like way too many ideas. And, and, and when I come across something that I kind of see as, as, you know, either a small problem or a larger problem, whether it may be something that I'm trying to fix within myself or even something within my community, um, you know, it's, it's something that I just want to solve right away. So I try to do what I can and do my part and, and um, play my role to fix things and make things better or just um, at the very least make things different. You know, whatever my different may be, you know, my personal choice is to feel that it's, it's, it's better than what I see it as. So I just try to, you know, inspire, motivate and influence in my manner that um, I feel is going to impact in a positive way. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, um, I started rapping. So then from rapping, I couldn't figure everything out as far as how to put music out. So I said, hey, I kind of need something to, to represent what I'm doing. So I said, I'm going to create a record label. Then a few years down the line, I couldn't figure out how to get booked for events and how to pretty much maneuver myself to the music industry. And a lot of people would constantly ask me, hey, how did you get booked for this event? How did you get this tour? How did you put out your music? Uh, what's distribution? What's publishing? What are royalties? How do you get paid? I've been, you know, making music forever and I never made money off of it. So I said, hey, you know, I think I'm going to start a consulting company. So I kind of had that seed in my head for a few years until I finally said, hey, I'm going to do it. And uh, then I created a consulting company. And then throughout my whole life, I've dealt with financial issues. My family's done dealt with financial issues. Um, you know, I've dealt with stress, anxiety, and even depression. And family members and friends have dealt with things like that, sometimes even worse. And I said, what can I do about it? I don't really know anything about these things, but I love to learn. I love to learn. So I said, hey, I'm going to learn. And then I said, I think a great way to do this would be to create a podcast. I'll be able to talk to some awesome people, get their perspective. Maybe they might not be experts, but maybe their experience is enough. And I've learned that it is. It's been an awesome experience creating the podcast. And I've learned a lot. And I know that I've had a lot of people that listen in that have learned a lot and are appreciating it because I've gotten a lot of great messages from people. So that's that's pretty much my my route. That's, that's the method to my madness right there. Yeah. And this podcast is the money mantra podcast right we'll, right yeah money right. mantra yeah that's uh, awesome so i mean it, i um i noticed when i was reading about you more online that there's that you seem to be connecting with youth 
who are maybe aspiring rappers and um do you do that or i'm just wondering like what do you if you do that at all do you do that still yes yes definitely <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> i'm actually yeah, what you, yeah go ahead yeah i'm actually just been the last few weeks just kind of planning my curriculum for that um so what i do is i, I get contracted by either like nonprofits or uh private companies or individuals to teach hip hop history uh marketing branding and just other aspects of education for young people. You know, I definitely go in there and give them my story, inspire them, motivate them. Uh, I like to take on a lot of entrepreneurial aspects of what I do as well and teach them that and have them implemented into whatever they may be doing, whether they're choosing to go to college or, you know, choosing a career path or maybe they want to be entrepreneurs themselves. Themselves, um, I feel that, you know, the entrepreneurial way is is very influential and can help in many aspects, regardless of their path. So that's really my my point when I go into these uh, different classrooms or community centers and things of that nature, and I work with them. Uh, the one that I've been working with right now for the past three years, what they do every year is they put together a music festival that's called We Are Hip Hop Festival, and. It's all ran by teens. They book the talent. They they market the festival. They brand it. They organize it. They get the sponsors. They write the press releases, every single aspect. And I'm kind of just a guide through the process. Good for you. I mean, I, that's really wonderful that you're giving back in that way. And that, you know, leads me to think a little bit about um, youth and, you know, the at least the mainstream kind of, I don't know if it's, you call it hip hop or some of the songs that some, some kids listen to, <laughs> uh, that are unfortunately, um, you know, not the most positive messages. <laughs> sure. And, you know, I wonder how do you, cause I know your, your music, and I want to talk about that in a second is very positive, very uplifting and inspiring. So how do you deal with that with like some of the songs out there, some of the artists who are, you know, about violence or, Mm-hmm. talking all this stuff about saying stuff about women that aren't really nice you know sure. and, and how do you yeah how do you kind of how do you talk to the, the the kids who might be listening to that or really influenced by that well I'm, I'm i'm definitely very um very upfront very clear very blunt when i speak to anyone especially i feel when i speak to someone about an angle or a way that leads to education and influence. So when I talk to them about these artists, I, I tell them the truth. Hey, I listen to them too. I like their music. I think the message or the content is not what I represent. It's not who I am. And it's definitely not what I want to put out there. But I watch, you know, I'm, I'm, I love film. I grew up watching gangster movies. You know, Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> Scarface, I love it. Like, I was literally, I think, maybe six or seven years old when the movie came out. And I remember my parents had me in the theater watching Scarface. <laughs> and some people might think that's insane, but it was just part of my world. It was part of my life. I was in the theater when Scarface came out, you know. And, and did I become a, a bad kid because of it? No, I, I right. uh, on, on the other hand, I think things like that made me realize like, hey, I don't want that life or I don't want to be part of that world. You know, um, I think sometimes, you know, especially in society, when 
um, people may see things in the media and and they're like, wow, these things have such a bad impact. I really think you got to really dig deep and actually be part of it to truly understand it. The one thing that I've learned from the teens is that they may be influenced because they're young, but for the most part, they're very intelligent and they understand what it is and what it does. And it's purely entertainment to them. I don't really think the perspective that people have of it being so bad and influential is really true, especially when, like I said, when I've, I've been in the classrooms, I've been in the neighborhoods, I've sat down on the on the park benches with them. I, I know what it is. I, I I'm there with them. I understand it. And and like I said, I've experienced it as well. So yeah, of course of course there's the kids that that they get influenced by it and they go down the wrong path because of it. Because it's it's it just seems so cool to them and and they feel like that's what they want to aspire to be. And they feel like they may that that may be their only option. But um, when I see those teens, I work with them and I let them know that it's not. And I, I give them the different routes and I show them different artists and then they learn about something new. But um, I really feel like there's really, yeah, there's two approaches. You got the kids that get inspired by it and get influenced by it and, and it's it's bad. Or you got the kids that they understand it and it's purely entertainment to them. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I, I think I told you this the other day, but I, I'm... A, uh, I call myself a closet hip hop fan. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> personally like hip hop, but I like music like w- um, with some of the more positive messages, like Common or Most Deaf, or you know, sure. and and it, they're also really, really amazing musicians um, and songwriters. But um, but I want you know, I noticed that in some, even in you know, even people like uh, I mean, I, you know, that aren't that aren't like I know Tupac was hugely influential. And he was very yeah. open and real about some of the hardships he had in his life. And I wonder, I mean, I imagine that a lot of kids really identify with that. Like, well, I'm not alone. Like somebody else is experiencing this too. Um, you know, Definitely. so I, I wonder how much that comes into it. They just, they feel understood, yeah. you know? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's definitely what it is. Uh, you know, when you aren't used to someone speaking up for you or representing you and and doing what you do and living the life you live, and then you finally see it and you see them in the limelight, you're like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, that's the one thing that I've learned about just the world in general. There's not a lot of rep- representation of everyone. and And I think a lot of times, you know, that makes things awkward, unfair, and just not right. And I feel when it finally comes to the light, like you have to just let it be. If 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 you have a good heart and you see something that you might not understand or maybe not even agree with, you have to just kind of sit back and soak it in and learn about it and realize that that's life. There's so many things about life that we either, you know, hide away from or we don't want to know about or we kind of shy away from because we might not like them or accept them. But sometimes I believe that those are things that cause problems. And if we can at least respect one another and and try to understand, I feel like we'll have a very different world. And I try to do my part to, to bring that out there. That's That's really my mission. Yeah, well, I notice. I mean that 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 is what you're doing, and in, in your lyric, it seems like you're really speaking to this larger social con- consciousness, and almost I I hear a little bit of you know spirituality in there too. Most definitely. Uh, yeah. So, like, how do what really what you know you've kind of mentioned this a little bit, but what really is kind of fueling your desire to to write and get these words out? 
Rachel, you you know what it is. I, I've I've thought about it so many times, and and I, honestly, what it is, it's I just love life. Like mm. life is awesome. I, I can't I can't really explain it any other way. You know, I, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here in my office at home, like speaking to you on a on a podcast. You know, like how great is this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, we started talking a couple months ago. You're great. I've met so many awesome people online. So many awesome people at at, at parties at events. Um, I have a great family. You know, I've been through a lot of tough things. I've made it through it. I just I don't know. I I, I I just love life, everything about it. You know, I, I wake up in the morning, I know I'm blessed, and I'm excited about what's next, what's coming. Uh, if things don't go the way I expected them to that day, that week, that month, that year, I work through it, and I come out on top. And I and I definitely know where I'm going to end up is where we all end up. You know, I know that one day it's going to stop. Life isn't going on anymore, and that's it. So what what can I do between now and then? Well, the best thing I could do is enjoy it be the best person I can be and and try to do what I feel is right around me. And that's really what I try to do. And, and, and that's what I feel fuels everything. And that's why it's spiritual when I when I create music. And that's why it's conscious. And that's why it's also, sometimes it's aggressive. If, if you hear some of my music, you might hear some aggression. You might hear some angst in there. A lot of people tell me that. And I'm like, yeah, because it's there. I, I, I don't, I try not to let it out, you know, when I'm in conversation with someone or when someone upsets me. I try to be mindful of those situations. So where else can I let it out? You know, I work out and i rap so those are the places that you're gonna get the yeah, angst out you really know healthy. Those <laughs> yeah are healthy places to do it definitely so, you know i, yeah. I work out I, I do yoga i i i rap i write and and those are the things that allow me to let it all out and and that's that's really what it comes down to rachel it's just it's it's life in general it's just i'm just excited about it so that motivates mm. me to do everything yeah well i mean it, it's contagious in such a good way because you know you're you're clearly attracting and so much good into your life and people that want to be around you because of your energy. So that's really awesome. So, so talking a little bit about the money mantra podcast, um, which I was lucky enough to be interviewed by you on the other day. I'm just wondering, and you mentioned a little bit about creating the podcast, but why, why the money mantra? Like, why is it called that? And why is the why the topic of, of money? Um, so one, why, why is it called that? It's honestly, it just, it came out I had the idea of interviewing people about how they make money. And I had this idea years ago, you know, and I kept telling myself, like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go on the streets. I'm going to interview people on the streets in Chicago. Like, you know, we got we got some guys like in Chicago. Like, I'm not sure if you're very familiar about the culture of Chicago, but we are just a hustle city. Like <laughs> we make money here. Like we have. I mean, it's 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 crazy. Like it could be from the bottom to the top. Like Chicago just makes money. Like seriously, I mean, there's there's the guy in the neighborhood that you know he might not have it all, but he's selling socks and he's selling toys and 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 he's cutting hair in front of his house, like on on a chair, like uh, maybe even has a a mobile barbershop barbershop inside of his van and moving around the neighborhood and cutting hair. Ice cream vendor, like you know, it's just. There's people we're making money. We make it happen. And I, that always excited me about my city. And I said, I want to go around and I want to interview these people and see why they make money the way they do, how it is that they make it, what inspires them, what motivates them, how long they've been doing it. I just wanted to find out. It was exciting to me. And 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 I wanted to turn that into something that that um 
was was exciting not just to me but to everyone that listened to it so that's really kind of where the podcast came from and and what I did is I interviewed a couple people and then I interviewed um I believe it was episode two. Yeah, it was right after the intro episode. It was episode two. Uh, a friend of mine named Doe for Nago, who's a, a marketing representative for Def Jam Records. And I interviewed him and he's like, hey, so, you know, what's the name of the podcast? And I was like, you know, I, I don't have a name yet. And in that conversation, after I interviewed him, it like during the interview, it popped into my head. And I was like, you know what? After the interview, I told him, I'm going to call it Money Mantra. He's like, Money Mantra? He's like, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, awesome. and the thing is that I respect his opinion a lot because, you know, he, he works for Def Jam. He's he's great yeah. with marketing. His marketing is amazing. He's he's done a lot of great things for a lot of great artists. And um, he's very influential in my industry. And when he when he said it sounded dope, I was just like, man, you know, thank you. Like, yeah. it just it, I was like, you know what it does? It does sound good. And I know what it meant. And then I explained it to him like he wasn't he wasn't he didn't know the word mantra and he didn't know money mantra so i explained it to him he's like man it's it sounds even better now that you told me what it is you know yeah. i love it so um that's that's kind of where the name came from and then the reason for doing it um it's it's funny but honestly because i never knew much about money and and that's really what it was about it was it was more of a about a journey uh on education than anything i wanted to learn and then while i learned i said hey what can i do to help others while I'm learning, let me share this on a podcast, you know? So that's, that's really what it came down to. And I love how you combine like money. You're, it's like you're teaching people just with the word, but the words money mantra, because it's yes. like money, everybody mostly gets what that is, but the whole, you know, the spiritual side of things, yes. mantra, then you're like, well, this is what a mantra is. And maybe you want to try one, having one yes. of those. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's really what it, what it is about that. Like, I don't, I didn't want to explain too much about it as far as when I was, you know, promoting or marketing the podcast. I want, you know, if you don't know what a money mantra is, like Google it, look it up, check it out. And it might, maybe you'll be more intrigued about the podcast. That's kind of how I like to do some things. I don't, I don't want to give everyone everything. I like to let people kind of just learn on their own and i feel it's more attractive that way like that's definitely the way things are more attractive to me it's just kind of you know give me a hint let me let me go get it myself let me chase it myself let me research it myself and and that excites me more and that's definitely what i wanted to do to the people that uh that listen to the podcast beautiful so i'm just thinking you know just a couple more questions here because i know you've got to get back to your life but you know (laughs) speaking of your busy life you have four daughters right yes (laughs) so how do you do it like with balancing you know life with kids with your you know being your wife your many entrepreneurial and socially active causes and you know i i have two young kids as well and i'm an entrepreneur and it's like it it can be a little crazy so i'm honestly wondering for and for people listening how do you (laughs) do you have any um like secrets or routines or just mantras (laughs) that you can (laughs) operate by that makes your life somewhat balanced <laughs> yeah i i have a mantra that is just let daddy sleep and have his coffee like that. <laughs> yeah you need that time you deserve that no but uh really rachel you know what it is i i don't complain honestly that's what it is and i honestly that's that's really what i feel has helped me the most is i don't complain life is just tough on so many levels and especially 
for different people, life is tough. You know, it, it, it depends on the type of person you are, what you've been through, what you're used to, what your expectations are. And life can become tough for different people on different levels. And one thing I realized is that I, I just don't want to complain because it doesn't make what I'm doing you know, joyful. It doesn't, it takes the joy away when I start to complain about it. So I do the least complaining that I possibly can. And I'm not just talking about outward complaining to someone or to a group of people or, or in a song or in a poem, whatever. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about internally, mostly like I don't complain to myself. I don't let myself feel like, oh, you have to make pancakes on Saturday morning because you're the best pancake maker in the house. You know, like, <laughs> no, I, I tell myself, hey, you get to make pancakes today because your kids love your pancakes. And that's awesome. You know, like, that's that's really how I try to look at it. And, and that's that's what's been the most helpful. And, you know, I don't look at it like, oh, you know, you just got home, you're exhausted, all you want to do is take a shower and lay down, but your kids need this, then a third. I, I look at it like, hey, I get to I get to help them out with their homework. I get to spend time with them. I get to read them a story. I get to do this, you know, whatever it may be. Just just have a moment with them. And of course it gets frustrating. I'm not perfect. I'm not, you know, like <laughs> I'm not free of flaw. You're human, yeah. Yeah. You know, I get of course there's plenty of times where I get frustrated and, and it's just too much for me. And it gets it gets just overpowering and it's like on top of me and I just need to break away from it um but you know I tried to hold that I try to hold that pressure until that next moment where I'm able to let it out so I don't let it out at the wrong time to the wrong person in the wrong way and I think that's where I'm having personally the most difficult time with because it's tough that's a tough thing to do to actually take that time or that moment to to be mindful enough to say hey I'm gonna stop right here hold this pressure this anger this stress this this anxiety that's building put it away for later let it out then and i'm gonna smile be nice and be the best dad best husband best brother best friend best mentor i could be right now you know that's tough that is tough but you know what rachel i think it's extremely possible because as human beings we do things that are bigger and greater than that but that right there what i just explained i believe is one of the most important things that a lot of us haven't figured out and i think once we figure doing that i think we can do some amazing things and we'll be much happier and everyone around us will be much happier absolutely that's beautiful yeah and i think i just just taking a moment to even pause you know and just like inhale and exhale for me when my kids are driving me crazy like really helps it really does so i don't just you know lose it and start screaming at them yes Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's easier said than done sometimes so oh my god so um you know, people that are listening now, I'm sure are, some people out there are inspired by you and, and maybe want to do what you've done, you know, in your life and getting into music, whether it's hip hop or any other kind of music. And I'm wondering, like, any kind of advice you would give to somebody who's, you know, aspiring to maybe even make a living for themselves <laughs> from it, which can be tricky, right? My husband's a musician, so I know <laughs> a little bit about that, but yeah. Yeah, I would say three things that I would say are are have a vision, be patient, and always learn. You have to have a vision because you have to have a view of what you want to become 
with whatever it is that you're doing, of what you see yourself as and how you want people to see you, and ultimately why you're doing it. And and that's kind of like your outline. That's your path. That's That's the route that you take. And then you have to understand what you're getting into. So always learn, you know, music, for example, has a lot of aspects to it. There's royalties, there's publishing, there's sales, there's there's different contracts. Sometimes there's not a contract. Sometimes you're dealing with someone that is just thinking about money. Sometimes you're dealing with people that just want to do it for the art, just for the love. And you have to realize that you have to understand what all these elements and, and, and parts are and see what you want to get into, what you don't want to get into, and of course, division helps you do that and figure that out. And and then again, like I said, patience. It's not going to happen overnight. A lot of times it might seem like it does because it looks really great when you hear of a new artist or, or whatever, a new actor on the scene, a, a new entrepreneur, a new social influencer that you never heard of that just looks like, wow, what did they pop out of? But all of these people, no matter what they may be, they've been doing it behind the scenes for a long time or maybe not behind the scenes, but quote unquote in the underground and have not had the light that you see them having now, but they've been doing it for a while because there's no way that someone would give them the respect or the time to put them where they are at that moment that you see them if they weren't already doing it for a while or they're not at least really good at what they do or allow themselves to be a magnet to people they have to work on that somehow some way not everyone has the talent the skills and technique to do great things but they might have that magnetism that attracts you to them and even even that has to be worked on <laughs> oh, definitely <laughs> it takes work it doesn't yeah. happen overnight yep. yeah so my last question i What's the message you want, the primary message you want to share with the world? Message-wise, I would say it's definitely, I guess, my my mantra is don't dream, make plans, execute. Mm -hmm. That's that's my main mantra. And, and I would really say it goes along with that is, you know, we're raised and we're told as kids to dream big. And dreaming is a beautiful thing. It's amazing. It allows the imagination to just run free. But I feel that we definitely were not taught to plan, to execute. And we definitely, if we weren't taught to plan, we weren't taught to execute. And I think those are two great elements that are missing that that I really want to get out there is teach people to not just have a great vision and a great dream and something you want to aspire to be or, or something you want to aspire to do, but plan around it learn about it and then finally the action is really where it's at that's what's going to ultimately get you what you want is that action so just put that action forth and um i think you'll get the outcome that you are looking for yeah awesome well i want to thank you so much for your time and before we go though can you how how can people find you what's your website or how do they yeah how do they find you in the world yeah, so my website is iseeitall.com. That's I-S-E-E-I-T-A-L-L.com. And all my social media is iseeitall. So at iseeitall on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, whatever you use. I'm also on LinkedIn as Caesar Visuals Amudio. 
uh, yeah, find me, contact me. And of course, I'm on iTunes, I'm on Spotify, Google Play, whatever you use for music, just search visual. Uh, you might get mixed up with a couple other things that are similar to me as far as the name goes, unfortunately, but just filter through it. I don't make dance music, so I'm not that artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that artist. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's not me. Uh, but yeah, if you uh, need to find me, those are the places that I'm at. And, and I hope you guys do look for me and, and feel free to reach out to me. Definitely. If you see my email or, or or my message box on any of the social media networks, just please feel free to contact me at me on anything, whatever it is. Let's connect. Thank you. That's great. Well, it's been such. Oh, wait, the money mantra before we yes. have they find that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Money mantra. So the website is mantramoney.com. And of mm. course, the social media is mantra underscore money at mantra underscore money. So that's also for, you know, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. And also, it's on iTunes, it's on Stitcher, it's on Google Play, it's on TuneIn. Mm. If, if you use any of those, then the podcast is there. Right. Wow. A man of many, many avocations and talents. (laughs) It's been such an honor. Thank you so much, Caesar, for your time and for all you're doing for the world. You're really having an impact in many ways. So thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you for listening to this interview. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been the Courageous Path podcast, and don't forget to subscribe or follow it here. To learn more about me, you can find me at www.soulfulworkconsulting.com, and I'm Rachel Horton White of Soulful Work Intuitive Consulting. Hope to see you next time and have a wonderful day.